This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to Hey You, a You Recap Podcast. I am Joe Lipson, and I'm joined as always by Sheree Bohannon. Hey Joe, hey! Hey, hey! It's been nearly a month. We're back for You Season 4 Part 2. Sheree, we are, I don't know, back in the game. We're setting up things. This feels very much like a, hey, do you remember this show? We're still doing stuff, and we've got five more episodes. Come along for the ride. Exactly. It was very much a let's reset the room for people who just entered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i not going to lie. She's my least favorite of the season so far. Okay. Okay. Which I hate because I waited a month for her. And so I wanted to be like, <laughs> yes, let's go. But I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, this is a soft re-entry, right? It's like, okay, we we burned down Lady Phoebe's Hampsey's mansion, <laughs> and now we're back in London proper. We're setting things up with Reese as he goes for his mayoral bid. And it's a lot of, I don't want to say spinning wheels, but kind of, hey, do you remember that Adam has money problems? Hey, do you remember that Joe and Kate fucked and now they think that they can't because there might be a serial killer, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like, that's my other thing. Like, the Lady Phoebe and the Adam of it all, they are getting a lot of screen time to not mm-hmm. be involved in all the murder. Yes, yeah, particularly in this episode where I was excited to come back and, like, get into the swing of things to spend so much time around Adam's money problems. You know, like, we're opening this episode watching him try to make a deal to some Steve character we've never met so that he can sell his cars and... I won't lie, I kind of wanted to hit pause and just announce to the room, do we care about this right now? Right? Right? We definitely gave Lady Phoebe and Adam way too much time, as usual, Mm -hmm. even though I love Lady Phoebe, but like, again, we have four episodes left, so we need to like, Mm -hmm. really bring it in. And I, we also gave Connie attention, but like, we just sort of dropped Sophie and Blessing. Mm-hmm. They, they what, get a kind of blink-and-you-miss-it cameo in this episode. It was shocking, but I think it's also maybe the show finally telling us, hey, these are firmly supporting characters. You don't need to keep up with them. Yeah, which, in a way, I respect. Disappointing. We need, but... we need to thin it. <laughs> <laughs> spin it. Spin it. Yeah, but also, I'm just like, I... I don't care about Connie because like I no. sometimes I'm like maybe he's involved in something I need to know about but other times I just can't care because I'm here for the murder and the mayhem. <laughs> like- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I will say him showing up with the broken nose after the events of the <laughs> Hampsies party and then complaining that he can't do coke and he couldn't get his... What did he say? He couldn't get his maid to give him a booty bump, which is when someone blows cocaine up your ass. I nearly died. No, that was that was comic gold. Like it it made Connie one of my favorite red herrings of all the red herrings. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so pathetic and it's so funny. And it's just it's a lot. He's such a pathetic character. You 
I kind of appreciate like if the show is going to bring him back, let him be this sad, lonely character off to the side who maybe discovers, oh, I can change my life due to all people, Joe Goldberg. Right. And I I also wondered which rehab facility he's going to because Mm -hmm. Kate definitely sent Blue there to one of them. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) I completely forgot about that character. (laughs) Because I'm still not believing anybody's story 100%. I'm like, "Mm, which facility? Mm. (laughs) Because again, we need another shoe to drop to make this worth our time because like we exposed Reese so early that we need, we needed to be more complicated. We need to be more murky. Okay. Well, so as you're saying that, I spent a bulk of this episode keeping my one eye very firmly fixed on Nadia because yes. we're back in the city. So Nadia is back in the picture because Joe is purportedly teaching again. <laughs> and her and this Edward character, the son of the newspaper magnate or something, he's played by Brad Alexander. They're now getting this weird subplot where suddenly Nadia is suspicious of Joe the hero because he keeps turning up at all of these disastrous events and saving the day. Mm-hmm. This was the episode where I moved her from my suspect for something to mm-hmm. you're going to be a future victim list. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, Nadia, you in danger, girl. Don't don't be right. looking at Joe that way. Don't do it. Don't do it, Nadia. <laughs> Stay out of that. <laughs> uh, because I love her and she's brilliant, but I don't think she's going to get the Ellie deal. I think she's going to have to she's going to have to die. Yeah, like she's going to see something because she's suspicious of Joe. So she's going to like be keeping an eye out or following him around. She's going to end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he'll either kill her accidentally or Reese is going to kill her. Exactly. And she's also millennial. So she will actually find his real history, unlike Don and everybody else who's tried and failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little strange that she looks him up and gets the kind of confirmation oh yes he doesn't have a social media presence and none of the older characters gave a shit like lady phoebe does not care they didn't care <laughs> because they're so busy doing other days and with all their money and problems if it's like oh yeah let him in even though there's a serial killer somewhere out here <laughs> like, i mm-hmm. i just i want everybody to look around and look at their choices because right now rolled is like i'm leaving the country until this is done <laughs> Okay, what the fuck was up with that? Because he's also in, what, one scene outside of Joe's office when Kate is complaining about having to get into dead Malcolm's office to clean it out. And he's just like, I'm going to leave and go on vacation. You should come with me. Goodbye, episode and maybe show. What? It's very much moving things off the plate that you mm-hmm. don't want because you're like, this is really my last plate of this buffet and I, I got to focus. <laughs> it's my time. Um, <laughs> it's just, just, it's wild to think that there are going to be folks who watch this episode immediately after they watched the last episode, which was rolled stalking and nearly killing Joe out at Hampsies and then nearly getting killed by Reese. And then this episode, it's two minutes in, he's out of the picture. <laughs> Right? I just, I wanted more. I wanted more from anybody because (laughs) (laughs) we were basically waiting around for like Joe and Kate to fuck again Mm -hmm. and watching Reese just sort of come and go as he pleases at Joe's place. And I'm just like, this is not safe. (laughs) 
it's i don't feel safe in that apartment like <laughs> and also he just claims that he can pick locks okay uh maybe get a deadbolt <laughs> maybe get a security system get some lasers or something listen i know joe knows better than to just be like exposed unless he's into him coming and going as he pleases mm-hmm. which again i wonder uh, <laughs> <laughs> that queer subtext is back baby oh i come into my <laughs> i come into my apartment and there's just a man sitting in the dark well he's there to kill you or fuck you joe he did have on music and he had a beers open after watching mm-hmm. Joe work across <laughs> the window. <laughs> um, I was like, okay. But like my other thing is if if Joe really wants to kill Reese and Reese keeps appearing in his apartment, why not just do it there? Just kill him. Yes. <laughs> like he needs to kill him or kiss him. That's where I'm at right now. Like, what's right. it gonna be, Joe? Like Never mind this bullshit of, oh, I'm gonna find you, I'm gonna track you down, I'm gonna expose you. Like he literally at one point overhears someone say, Oh, well, he goes running through Regent Park every Saturday and says, Well, I've got a date with him there. And it's just like, and then he shows up in your apartment. What are you waiting for? Julie James for Voice in a circle what are you waiting for what are you waiting for like literally <laughs> i'm just like joe i need you to unpack what you have for this man because mm-hmm. you were just like i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna kill him he said do something different so i'm gonna do something different i'm like really is that easy baby like <laughs> you were just like okay <laughs> I mean, honestly, I know that we are reading into it too much and the show does not want us to actually go there. But when Reese says things like, I know your strengths too. And when you fail to live up to them, it's so disappointing. (laughs) It's like smoochies. It's concerned dad meets temptress. Like these two just need to get down to pound town already. Especially because they are still messaging on the sexy app, even though they know mm-hmm. we sure are. And I'm just like... Like, why are we playing pretend? Is it just that Reese is still trying to cover his bases? Like, I get it. This episode literally spells it out. Oh, the people I killed, they were liabilities to my campaign. Okay. <sighs> boring. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> and that's why I'm hoping there's another layer. Like, there has to be another layer. Because Tom Lockwood, a.k.a. Kate's dad hired mm-hmm. this very sexy man who i kind of forget where i saw him at before and i had to mm-hmm. google it and when i did i was like oh damn sure um <laughs> <laughs> wait okay so yeah there's a new man in kate's life uh he's a shipping magnate or the son of a shipping magnate named nico leandros and he's played by ben Starr, but i didn't recognize him so what happened was i was one of those people this summer after stranger things ended that went down joseph quinn's resume Oh, and <laughs> there's a show called Dickensian on, <laughs> on Britbox, and he's definitely one of the characters. I just, oh. he was out of uniform, and so I was like, why does he look familiar? Why does he look familiar? And it's because I was following a different British man down a different rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, okay, well, we'll come back to that, Dawn, after you finish stalking <laughs> him, but... Uh, yeah, so what did you make of this Nico character? I was intrigued, but it already seems like we're going to write him out of the picture. It felt like it was, don't forget her dad is a player that we haven't met yet. Right. Because, like, first off, whatever he hired him to do, I don't think fucking his daughter was part of that. And if, no. if it was, show me his contract. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then daddy's got some bigger problems that he needs to work out in therapy also. Right? And so I'm just like, are we threading a needle that possibly Kate would go to extreme circumstances to remove her dad? And mm. maybe her and Reese were both obvious because they're both in it together? Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it it definitely feels like this is a completely separate storyline. We're going to be doing something different with Kate's dad so that we can leave Reese and Joe to circle each other for the rest of the four episodes. Mm -hmm. Which I'm okay with because I don't know that the show can succeed by only having one storyline. And if it's something to do with Kate and Kate's dad, it's probably going to be more exciting than watching Lady Phoebe and Adam take picnics together. If she breaks up with him one more time, so help me. I, I mean, just... I, I like that she was actually firm enough in that conversation to say, you know what, if you really love me, go away, sort out your problems and come back. I'll be here. I was like, cool, let's put a pin in that for a little while because I'm good with these two. Especially because, again, if they're not going to be involved in any of the shenanigans that we're caring about, then mm-hmm. like they just sort of weighing us down. And it's not yeah. Lady Phoebe's fault. The actress is delivering this She's character. She's doing great. Yeah. yeah. And I... I when she had the knife, I was like, okay, so fine. You're not involved in the murder. I was wrong. I can see that now. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, ooh, layers. And for the blonde yeah. woman to be her stalker, because we've learned about this blonde woman all season. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, this character finally has a name, Dawn, uh, played by Alison Pergeter. Pergeter? I don't know. And uh, it just all comes out at once because I thought we were going to tease this for longer when we see her taking photos of Joe after Reese's uh, press conference. And instead, she just randomly shows up as a cater waiter at the party, whisks Lady Phoebe away. And then a substantial portion of this episode is a kind of closed room hostage situation. And it ends with Dawn getting frame frame jobbed for all of the murders thus far this season like okay we're just rinsing our hands of it and moving on the framing of dawn really joe has this weird moral code that makes no sense because he's like mm-hmm. i can't frame connie because connie's going to rehab and he's only hurting himself <laughs> sure but this woman with mental illness she's mm-hmm. a fair game because she's probably gonna hurt somebody i'm like okay joe but like <laughs> mm-hmm. connie literally watched his friend chase you down with a gun and then rolled over to sleep i think that both are dangerous right <laughs> This definitely felt like the show's writers saying, well, we don't want to lose anybody who actually matters. So let's just have this random character that's been showing up sporadically as the fall guy. Yeah. And I wanted more for Dawn because that was that was a moment of like electricity in this. That's when I started to lean forward. Because again, yeah. this episode, I was like, oh, this is how we're coming back? Okay. It's just <laughs> shocking how quickly it all comes out. Like I thought we were going to tease it for another episode or something and instead this is the big thing in this episode like as we said it's very much a table setting episode it's a hey welcome back do you still like the show we're still doing the thing and i guess we needed something exciting but this is what we get instead of a murder here literally it was like adam i'm being followed no you're being paranoid joe i'm being followed tell me to me about your friends so i can try and pin one of them on this murder Mm -hmm. um and then it's like oh okay don we're in the elevator oh you're my stalker and i was like what in the scooby-doo like (laughs) (laughs) a little bit Which I'm like, I'm I'm not mad about. I do think that this is fine for the first episode back, right? Like, if this had been straightforward episode six, and we were just cruising through without a break between the two parts, I would probably be pretty annoyed at this because this feels like it's letting us down. After a month, sure, this is a way to reintroduce us to the characters. But with that said, so much time is spent on Lady Phoebe, Adam, and yes, Dawn, that 
when Kate showed up with her fantastic blue eyeshadow so that she could make fuck eyes at Joe, I was like, oh, right. She's in this episode. I forgot about Kate, Sheree. Listen, because she has this weird charity out of nowhere. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm starting a foundation. When? This episode, it reminded me of, like, broadcast TV and how they would go, like, 20-whatever episodes. Mm -hmm. And there'd be a little bit of filler in the middle. That's what this felt like. It was like, this is the filler because we got to order. Yeah. Which, again, I'm like, you're a Netflix show. Like, they do eight episodes. They do six episodes. They do 13. They do 20. Like, if you don't need all the episodes, please don't give us filler. Because this show should be tight. It should be well-scripted. It should feel like we are being propelled forward. And there's a lot of downtime in this particular episode. It's the Downton Abbey episode. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that amount of downtime. I was like, what are we doing? Do I still mm. care? And like, I, I like that we do end it with Reese being like, we're going to kill Kate's dad because it's going to mm-hmm. get interesting again. Yes. But that could have been that could have been happened earlier. We could have been leading up to that because it was just like, I broke in again. I need something new to say. Um, how about her dad? <laughs> how do you feel about her dad? How about we talk about her dad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going to tie these ends together before you forget about them. And it's like, I already did. Thanks. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's a solid way to end the episode. And it definitely made me want to hit play on yes. episode seven. So it did its job well. But yeah. A lot of this, I was like, this episode could have been 30 minutes. This episode could have been 40 minutes. This episode did not need to be longer than 50 minutes. The fact that this one is 51 minutes made me so upset. Because the other ones were not all 51 minutes. And I feel mm. like some of them, I would have been fine with that have a little bit of extra time. Right. Because we were doing cool stuff in the first half. Mm-hmm. This one could have been the shortest. This one could have been 40 max. And I'd have been like, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have a tight episode as opposed to something that's just packed with extra stuff. But with that said, I'm excited to move forward. So, Sheree, we left ourselves with a bit of a conundrum when we ended part one last month. We said, moving forward into the future, we're going to talk about what we think will happen if there is another season coming, but also if we think this is the last season. So, assuming that this is going into 407, but there's a season five in the wings. Where do you think this is going? I think that Kate might have to actually figure out who the hell Joe Goldberg is. Ooh, even though she promised she wouldn't care. Yeah, like she has money. He's got secrets. It's all going to come out. And also Mm -hmm. Joe is mistrusting. So he's going to be like, why is she so eager to hide her past too? What has she done? Right. One of them is going to unravel something and the other one's going to follow suit. And... I I don't know if that's going to end well for her because it normally does not end well for the women in Joe's life. Mm. I'm actually worried that it's not even going to be that interesting. I'm worried that her dad's going to come in and Joe's going to either try to protect her or it's going to be some weird thing where maybe the dad tries to hire him so he can get closer to Kate. And I don't really want either of those things to happen. Now that you put it out there, though, I could definitely see... I could definitely see Joe doing his mental gymnastics to be Mm -hmm. like, I can keep Reese and Kate by killing her dad because she doesn't like her dad. And I want to keep Reese close to me, but I'm not going to unpack why. Um Right. Oh, I could kill two birds with one stone by getting rid of daddy. And of course, we'll have to have at least one episode with daddy just hanging around and doing bad dad things. 
I still want to know who's playing the dad. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. I ran to IMDb and they won't give you the cast list <sighs> until the episode airs. They won't do it. They knew people would try. Because I was like, who? <laughs> they only give you Cade and they give you Joe. That's all they give you for episodes that have not aired yet. Wow. Okay. Good. Because I do not condone this. We had an agreement that we were not going to look ahead. <laughs> I just need to know who the daddy's going to be. Who is her daddy? <laughs> I just want to know. Look, Sheree, do not make me send you messages on an app where they disappear or break into your house and sit in the dark so that we can have a dramatic confrontation. <laughs> I'll have to get more beer if you do that route. Oh, like... <laughs> True. I, I do like a beer. So do you. So. <laughs> okay. So, yes, we, we obviously think Daddy's going to come in. I I agree with you that I think moving the pieces around the board so that we can propose killing daddy will likely be a definitive outcome. That seems like it makes a lot of sense for what the show has been doing. If we think this is the end, how are we setting up Endgame? Do we think that Kate and Joe walk away together? Oh, if they do, she's going to die off screen. And I don't Ooh. know if I want that. I, I would rather see it happen again. I'm conditioned now. You don't think that there's a happy ending in play? I don't think Joe's ever going to get a happy ending because he will never do the work. Like, (laughs) he's never going to see a real therapist about his real problems. He's never going to be open and honest about his mommy issues. He's Mm. not going to unpack his sexuality because, like, we've we've been over this this whole season. I'm not even going to, like, reopen those rants. But, like, (laughs) I think that, that, yeah. Yeah, Joe definitely needs therapy. Like, he needs to go and talk to somebody. I could actually see that being a season five where he goes into therapy. I think I've made this reference before, but it could be like an in-treatment season where it's Mm -hmm. just him going and like unpacking shit as his life continues to fall apart around him. But I could see the show trying to say Kate is a mature option for him. And maybe she finds out about his life after we've dealt with Daddy and Reese, and the end of the show is him and her going to pick up Henry. Oh. It's snoozy, but I could see it, where they try to give him a happy ending because he's quote-unquote the protagonist, and we want to see him live a happy life. I think his happiest ending would be to next time he builds a box, which we've not seen yet this season, so you know it's coming. Mm. Um, the next time he builds a box, to put a therapist in there <laughs> and just really, <laughs> really talk to a therapist. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get a box. I think they've realized, you know what, we've done it for three years. We don't need to do it for a fourth. I mean, I would like to say that, but they also keep taking these trips. And this year it worked out. Mm-hmm. because we went to the Hamseys and it was a hot mess and I lived. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if we've given up the box yet. I don't know what the box will look like this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what's going to happen with Nadia. Maybe he's going to do that whole, I'm going to put you in here and I'm going to time it so that you'll get out when I leave, like he did and failed right. in season three. Oh, sorry, yeah. season two. Season two, wow. <laughs> they all blur together at this point. They do. This has been a marathon. Like even with this month break, like it's, my brain is just melting. <laughs> it's true. They all mess together. Yeah. Do we think that there will be another episode where we go on some kind of vacation or leave the city or you know do the away thing? If we do, it's going to be straight to Daddy's house, and I Ooh. I don't know. I'm on the fence because I kind of want Daddy to roll in here with all the mess happening, but mm-hmm. also maybe isolation is key because we're removing so many side characters. Right. No, now that you said it out loud, I think it's the latter. I think we'll get an invitation to Daddy next episode, and then we'll have one episode dedicated to like uncomfortable dinners around a giant mansion or boat. 
Ooh. I do love a boat. I would. <laughs> so I was watching um I was watching a show earlier and Charles Shaughnessy appeared and I was like, what if he's her dad? Because we never brought him into the conversation of possible daddies. Right. <laughs> also, <laughs> our separate podcast, A Conversation of Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> That one will not be a limited series. <laughs> no, unfortunately, that one has no end date. It would just go on forever. <laughs> Unlike this conversation, which needs to end. So, okay, immediate thoughts on next week. Next week, we have to meet the father. We have okay. to. I don't want to wait anymore. I need him now. I want daddy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I think the stuff with Nadia is going to escalate. I don't know whether or not Joe will notice, but I think we'll start seeing a lot more of her and maybe Edward. Boo. Yeah. I feel like Edward's definitely going to be fodder. He will be dead before we even get to know his last name. I would like that. Yes. Yeah. Because again, (laughs) we have to meet people. We need less. Mm -hmm. Yes. Agreed. Okay. So people want to talk to you about this premiere of part two. How would they get in touch? I am at Miss Sheree on Twitter and Instagram if you really want to leave Twitter or if Twitter goes down again because mm-hmm. she does that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to talk about you. I'm ready to talk about you. I am here for you. Let me know. <laughs> All things you. I'm here for you. <laughs> All about you. <laughs> Mad about you. No. <laughs> Joe, where can they find you? <laughs> I could be reached at B Stolen by Remote, and that's the letter B on, yes, both Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to get in touch with both of us, you can use the show's handle, which is at HeyU underscore pod, only on Twitter. No Instagram. Yeah. That's yeah. what Joe Goldberg would want. <laughs> it's true. It's what he would want and need. Okay, so that'll wrap up another episode of Hey You. Thanks, as always, to the Anatomy of a Screen Pod Squad Network for hosting the show. We will be back. We're back to daily episode, Sheree. So we'll be talking about episode 407 tomorrow. And we'll see if we get to name drop Daddy. I'm sending a letter to Daddy. Scream Pod Squad.